BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Miami-based rapper Trick Daddy has been a platinum-selling hip-hop artist for over 14 years. In his new autobiography, Magic City, Trials of a Native Son, due out early November, Trick Daddy and co-author Peter Bailey details Trick's childhood growing up in poverty. His mother is a single parent, and his father is a pimp. Maurice Young, a.k.a. Trick Daddy, is forced to grow up very fast and quickly finds himself leading a life of crime and incarceration. Trick's daddy's story should not be construed as glorification. Maurice Young tells the story with a considerable amount of sober introspection. His intention seems to be more than just retelling the life of his story. With this book and the work he does in Miami, Trick Daddy's goal is to deter the youth from the same road he took. Trick, welcome to And You Don't Stop. No problem, man. So why the book? Why the autobiography now? I want everybody to understand what I've been through and let them know that I'm not just somebody that rap music. As far as my music is concerned, I always tell people, if I say if I write a song um, about killing, I'm a, I, I also would do a song on the album about dying. Right, and, right. And, and I also would do a song on the album about what happens when you die or what happens when you kill somebody. Like um, one of my earlier songs in my career was, um, they don't live that long. And I want the people to know that, okay, thugs don't live that long. So if you want to be one of us, just look for a short life. Now, it's not, you know, thugs is not a game. What was your story? What was your defining moment that stopped you? Like to stopped you totally from doing the life that you were doing? When you're 15 years old, you're inside the, the prison cage, and they tell you, drop, take care. everything you got belongs to us now. And they call you boy, and they tell you to strip next, bend over, strip naked, bend over and cough, and they shave, they cut your hair against the grain and talk to you any type of way. And you watching, you watching, you feeling the mosquitoes bite, and you're aggravated by the the sand mice and the nets. You know, this like when, this like the time of martial law. Um, my body finding moment was when I when I realized that on my, uh, by the age of 16, before 17 years old, I was, I was in prison for the second time. And while in prison, my brother got killed. And he was like the only person that I could ever depend on to call on besides the streets. And I said, okay, now all I have is the streets. So now I have to control the streets I walk. I, you know, and the final moment was getting out of prison on January 25th of 95 with no address to put on the early release form, with no phone number to give them, with no residence to tell my probation officer, 
where I was going to be living it. And I realized, now you've grown. Mm. And I, I know the difference between Maurice and Trick Daddy. What's the, di- what's the difference? The, what's is the difference? Trick Daddy is just, the difference is Maurice is the man, that Maurice is the, the struggle. Maurice is, is, is the, the son. Maurice is the brother. Maurice is the father. But Trick Daddy is the, Trick Daddy only get recognition for being a thug or the, or the rapper or the, the rich guy, the guy that lives in the big house, the guy that got drives a nice car, the guy with the jury. The guy on TV, MTV, BT, and I'm more, I'm more respected as Maurice. I'm not a, I'm not dependent on as much. Definitely not criticized as much. The whole book describes this enormous uh, pressure and role you already had to take as a man uh, at the age of I think right. earlier than like ten. I mean, you're you know, unfortunately, your dad was not directly in your picture, and your mom was kind of on her own. When did that? Right. When did that become just too much for you? Like. You know when when did you just have to uh, break down? I mean, did you have it, it besides yourself? Did you have another outlet that it, you could go to? It, it all started as a, as a young boy in prison. I'm a teenage prisoner. I'm in prison, incarcerated, and I find myself not worrying about when I was going to get out, not worrying about what did I do to get there, but but to the to the point where I'm like. What my mama gonna do now? I'm like, oh my god, this this ain't supposed to be like this. I was in prison at 15 years old, worrying about how my mama was gonna manage. Mm-hmm. I noticed in the book, and I don't know if this was on purpose, but I I, I swear I double checked and triple checked that you refer to your mom by her first name as Pearl. Is there? I mean, is there a reason behind that? I mean, sometimes when she's All like right. this, when she's because, like, I, there's a reason behind that because uh, it was like. My dad has his own identity. My dad is a thug, a five-time convicted felon. Not only that, my daddy always had money. And at, at a certain age in the book, I, I got caught selling weed in school, and, and I had to go live with my father. At the time, my daddy wasn't even out of prison. My uncle came and acted like he was my daddy. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to know, like, I'm not Charles, son. I'm Perth, son. Even in my book, when my mom read my book, she's going to take it into consideration. She's going to comment to me about She's going to feel like I'm ashamed of her or my parents. And, and there's going to be probably, out of, out of 150 family members, there's going to probably be five of them that's going to say, I'm talking bad about my mama, but I am from my mama. And you, and you, you definitely come back to that. I mean, you talk about how you realized your mom comes back, I guess, years later, one of your last, I think, stints in jail. And you realize that she was always, no matter what, she's always been there for you. My mom was always there for me, whether she was giving me an ass whooping or whether she was taking my side. She would always tell me the truth. I respected a woman, but my mama comes from South Carolina. My mom was one of the original. My mom was a baby of a, my mom was a grandbaby of a slave. Wow. Just like my mama you know, left South Carolina with eighth grade education, man. And she came to, to, to Miami where or we call them city slickers back in the day. She came to Miami and, and raised 11 kids from 10 different men on her own with help only, the only help she got was welfare, food stamps, and God, you know, that's a strong woman, you know? In the book, you kind of, while talking about your life, you throw in some social commentaries where you talk about um, 
I think your sister being gay, the welfare system, prisons, etc. How did you kind of figure out what you wanted to kind of quote unquote rant about? I guess and not to you know not to make a comment. I, 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 I talk, if I talk about some a situation in my family, like my sister being gay, is like my sister is proud to be gay. You know. And I, I don't have a complex. I could be around a homosexual. I could be around a lesbian, and not and not work and not have a complex. I won't watch my kids. I, I don't have a complex with people. Uh, homosexuality is not homosexuality, or is not you're not born with that. That's a way of that's that's a way of life. That's a feeling. That's a comfort zone. And I and I just felt that because I remember growing up, my same sister with all the boys wanted her. And she always would beat him up. And if I call her my sister right now, she'd be like, hold on, don't try me, man. I'm your brother, you know? And, and I could talk about things that people wouldn't get offended or uncomfortable with, with, with dealing with my family and my past with no problem. As well as a food stamp and welfare, it was, it, was, it was so easy in the late 70s and early 80s for a black woman to receive welfare and food stamps. You could tell them, oh, I was a prostitute, and I don't know who my baby daddy is or... My baby daddy on drugs. And they would say, okay, here you go. Now, it's so hard to get it. So it's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's, my role model was somebody that had a pocket full of money even when the bank was closed. I never had time to want to be like Mike. I want to be like Big Guy. You know, Big Guy to poke Dilly. Like, it's like, and, and that's what the average kid in Ghetto America you know what I'm saying? Believe in. They believe in happiness. And now whatever could have made me happy at the time, that's what I wanted to be. A child deserves their their pictures, their holidays, their birthdays, their smiles and giggles, their jokes and laughter, their memories. Those are the biggest moments, the most important moments to a kid's life. And I was I I really believe that society in itself, being a young black man born I, I, I don't wear a lot with a single um, parent mama in the ghetto. I think that that robbed me of, of all those childhood days. I never really had a child to be a child. What would people not know that you're doing, I guess personally, to kind of work in changing all that? You know, just trying to you know change those ways, like not get those kids that are growing up like that. I, I, I talked to, I meant to talk to the little kids, the ones that's in jail, the ones that's on their way to jail, the ones that do silly crime pregnant teenagers and I tell them my story and I might I might not tell them in a way that 50 percent of them not going to respect nor like the tone of voice and I'm talking to them but I'm talking to them in a, in a way where if you don't respect what I said that's because you don't your mind is already made up because you already you know what I'm saying like once somebody's mind is made up we can't change their mind we can't change the person hard remember you you're like your heart controls your mind and once they're to the point where I can't tell them nothing, that means they can't be helped. So I, I would try to go a little further to tell them, well, help me help somebody else. Everything changes in life. Again, being illiterate, being ghetto, being uh, uh, self-centered, those things forever. Those things are forever. And, I, and you have to, you know, you have to read, you have to go back and check about that. A lot of people bring my oh, mama ain't, oh, mama, it's because of you because I'm on drugs. No. I would tell her, mama, you did your job, baby. You did your job, mama, auntie. You did your job. He want to be grown? 
Let him go be grown. He could have learned from my mistakes. He could have learned from his daddy's mistakes. He could have learned from your mistakes. He wants to learn from his own mistakes. And I and I, I forced it. I, I still in their heart that everybody don't live through mistakes, you know. Mm. And just because you haven't been to jail for robbery or been to jail for selling drugs, don't think you slicker than the law. After uh, writing this book and obviously having a moment, I think, to reflect back on your life, do you have right. any any regrets? I've never. I have no flaws in my career, my success as a music, as a musician, as an entertainer. I have no flaws and regrets in myself as a child of, of Eddie Pearl Pinkerton or or Charles um, Young. I have no regrets. I have no cries to God. Which song best defines Trick Daddy the artist and Maurice as the man? Tupac's White Man's World. That's Maurice. Trick Daddy would be drawing the wind. When it says, because uh, it talks about being a Geechee. And a lot of people don't know what Geechee means. Being a Geechee is we grow up, but we never had much, but we ate good. You know? Mm. We, we looked good. We felt good. We would play baseball with, with any ball or any kind of stick. We would, we would eat rice for every meal and some type of bread that could definitely fill you up. You know what I'm saying? So it would be for for drawing away and in the white man world. Trick Daddy, thanks so much for joining us on WBAI and you don't stop. Any other questions or anything, you make sure you call me back. Everyone, make sure to check out that book. It's called Magic City, Trials of a Native Son. It's written by Trick Daddy and Peter Bailey. Trick named two songs, but I have to go off one of my favorite songs by Trick Daddy called Children's Song. Trick, thanks so much for joining us on WBAI 99.5 and you don't stop. This is Tim Einenkel with At the Library with Tim Einenkel. Back to you, Chuck. Peace. Often that crazy, she's still my baby. And I anticipate the day that I can see the smile on her face when she be You gotta believe me. That's right. Here to show you the way, okay. Here to show you the way. Just me. Shine your heart. Too many faces and way too many races. They didn't even manage to modernize slavery and cloning little babies. These people going crazy. White America's on high look. Black America's still starving, living in public housing. You're still eating off your food stamps. That's why one out of every three black boys be end up in the camp. And not to mention the ones we'll be missing. But let's face it, everybody can't make it. Everybody won't escape it. But if it's thug life, we live in thug life it is. Just remember, something got to give. That's why so many died here. So little live. I can't explain. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.